Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Roger, Roger. As always, I'm Derek. And this is Charles here to talk about the Bad Batch yet again on this lovely show that is called Roger, Roger. There you go. And just so you <laughs> speaking of Roger Roger did not get one this episode and I was thinking Oh, we it were might be so close. Chance. We were so close. But chance. it was it was great to see the B1 battle droid. You know, I admire their tenacity and their and you know, they're you, you turn them back on and they're just right back into it. You know, they're committed and I thought Yeah, it was I mean, great. but you got orders or orders and you couldn't just change that to Roger Roger. <laughs> Come on. Oh, this if, close. if Wrecker was just going to go, Roger, Roger, that's when you know he's doomed. But we didn't get anything that serious. But yes, no. yes, we're here to talk Bad Batch episode six. Yes, decommissioned, just dropped on Friday, and it's Bad Batch Tuesday. So you know we're out here talking about the episode. I I like this episode quite a bit. There's yeah. lots of fun, like, little Easter egg things from the Clone Wars and from the prequels that I really enjoyed seeing. And then there's so many, like, discussion topics that have come up as a result of this episode. So I'm super excited to get into this one. Yeah, there was a lot going on and a lot that could really show more of where the plot is going to go and end up. But it didn't really give us too many new things i was hoping after two right two less plot heavy episodes mm -hmm. we would get a big reveal or a it did you know yeah uh, you're right you're right it gave us a lot to speculate teasing on us quite a bit yes it gave us a lot to speculate on more than the last episodes have but yeah it hasn't actually given us too much but there were some character reveals which we'll get into you know some yeah, we did not predict that these characters would come back, but it makes complete sense. It does. We, somebody should have predicted it. If yeah, I, know, I know, this I know. Was a, this was a shoo-in. It was a shoo-in, and so it was good to see him. And so in that sense, there there was a lot going on in this episode, but you're right. There's no there's no um, new breakthroughs in, in this episode. But actually, you know, we'll, we'll get into it. There's a few things. There's a few things. And I just thought of something. I'm going to mm -hmm. add to our episode notes. Here's a little oh, behind the scenes. Nice. And we're going to talk about it later. So what are we going to talk about now? Let's talk about Omega shooting her cool uh, bow. Yeah, you know, I'm... <laughs> Beginning is a good place to start. I love the way the bow looks. It, it doesn't seem practical. Or and how is it loaded? Like, how is it, how is it better than a blaster is the other thing? But I think it's super cool. And it's merchandisable, Charles. That's oh, yes. It's better than a blaster. <laughs> That's true. Blasters are merchandisable, cool. too. But it nah, is very cool. I don't know. This is this is a cool weapon. I know. She's like a Kid Icarus bow. flying around. There you go. <laughs> pit. Oh, it's Pit. Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Pit. It's pronounced Pit. 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 It's Tick and Pit. Tick and Pit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. And then... Uh, Sid, you know, comes in and basically dunks on Omega. She's like, you got no arm strength. Pew, pew, pew. I was <laughs> hoping to see a clone reaction to that because that, that would have been a little funny. But we did get, I'm liking Sid quite a bit. And then she shut up uh, Tech 
who was going to do his whole over-explain thing. And she was like, no, uh, yeah. be quiet. This is my corral. Yeah, Sid, Sid's funny. <laughs> I'm like, and I hope she doesn't turn out super evil. A little shady is fine. But yeah, I mean, I like the last her. episode we saw her working with you know Bib Fortuna, second in command to Jabba the Hutt. So yeah. that's not looking great. But hey, so did Boba. I mean, she also worked fine. with the Jedi. So yeah, she's shady. Say? She's not evil, as far as we know. Right. So I'm fine with that. Well, and that's part of what this episode is about too, because the like Hunter and the Bad Batch aren't exactly sure who their client is too, and I, and I yeah. think that's a that's one of the big themes of this. There's a line at the end of this 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 episode that Hunter drops. He said things were clearer when we were just soldiers. So yeah. this is like I guess they're looking for Sid to fill that hole of a commander of the Republic or a general in the Republic, and Sid is not, you know, a military <laughs> representative. She is, you know, she's playing both sides. She's like in the underworld taking contracts from everybody. So it's a bit different. I mean, they're trying to do the same job, but with someone else giving the orders, and does that make you morally absolved? And I think Hunter really kind of felt like, you know, it really doesn't. I still am a part. I am culpable in this if I know that the person giving the orders is is not good. And so that's that that that's a theme in this episode, and that's why he gives up the plans at the end. But for right now, we get Sid, and we're not quite sure where Sid allegiances lie. She's just kind of following where the, the coin money. is. For yeah, sure. she's following the money <laughs> exactly. So, but she is kind of charming and fun, and she fits in with the crew really well. And yeah, she's Rita a nice Perlman character. is a, you know a great voice actress, and Danny DeVito's wife. I don't know if you knew that, but. Um, no, yeah, I didn't. She, yeah, she's got that New York accent. <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> I recognized the voice immediately. I'm, I've heard this a thousand times, but I wasn't sure what the place was. Right, right. So she's um, she's a fantastic voice actress, and so this is a funny character. And then just over, like right at the end when she picks up the bone, it's like, you have weak arm strength, kid. <laughs> noodle pew, arms. Pew, pew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So you got to work out those noodle arms, get some strength. And get a cup of coffee. <laughs> I was hanging like, oh. out with Dex. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was fun. But yeah, they get the job, and like this job, I find particularly fascinating. Retrieve a tactical droid from a droid scrap yard. As we're as we're transitioning from droids to an mm-hmm. enlisted army. We obviously are decommissioning the droids, and that creates a, this really interesting set piece for this episode. Yeah, it is something that you don't really, you wouldn't really think about, but it's a really cool premise for an episode. Mm-hmm. Getting this tactical droid information because it's one of the most valuable things in the galaxy now. Mm-hmm. So we have, you know, you could use it for. Well, let's go back to who the client is. Mm-hmm. We have no idea. It could be a crime organization trying to get uh, one up on the clones so they know how to skirt around them, they know how to beat them. It could be the Empire, mm-hmm. I doubt, but it could be, that just wants the droid head so nobody can touch it. But that's kind of why it's in the uh, the foundry anyway. Mm-hmm. Or it could be, as we see a little later, could be the maybe the beginnings of the rebel alliance trying to find a way around these clones because right. you know the clones are going to be the elite stormtroopers for the foreseeable future 
they're not exactly. they're going to be better and, than the enlisted soldiers. As, yeah, you know, unless uh, General Chad comes into play and really upsets you, <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, he, he's very promising, um, but you're right. And the other implication is that a tactical droid can command other droids to fight. So it could be a way to get an army very quickly by taking all these scrap droids and having them take up arms again through the technology found yeah. in one of these tactical droids. So that could be another reason why someone would want this information to right. be like, hey, well, like we, you know, how do you fight clones with droids? <laughs> so it's like, it would be and interesting somebody to see could that just have a lot of decommissioned droids somewhere. There's, exactly. You know, billions of them probably. Exactly. So it's and hard the, to say yeah. that the, this, the implication of this information and that it could be used for good and for evil, uh, is interesting because it it makes it makes the job uh, the the nature of the job unknown. It's like, are we doing something good or are we doing something bad? And it's not as simple as following orders, which right. is what the clones are doing with the Empire, right? It, it's it's now the Bad Batch is is doing that with Sid, and they're, and they're like, is this the right thing to do or not? And the fact that the implications of this are multifaceted and lead to speculation. I find super interesting, yeah, and very true. it's 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 so. This feels very much like a bad batch moment because there's nowhere else in the timeline of the Star Wars universe where we could get this like droid decommissioning facility because this is the only canon story besides some comic book stuff that we're seeing as part of this transition out of the Republic and into the empire, this really specific moment in history. And this is a setting that really embodies that transition. So that's why I was super interested in this episode. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the client is a perfect example of that because Mm -hmm. it is a time period that is, um, lawlessness can easily arise in some pockets. And I think that my, I have two guesses to who the client is. I believe mm. it's either somebody in Maul's group or somebody in Death Watch's group. Oh, Death Watch. That's a good guess. Mm-hmm. But does it Maul like, run Death Watch now? <laughs> or I, I, maybe I'm thinking of there's a fraction of Death Watch that went away from Death Watch. So, I like, think. Mandalorian kind of situation? But. Mm. The blue, who the um, what's her name? The blue Mandalorian. Oh, um, right, right, right. Satine's sister, I believe. Right, Bo Katan, maybe Bo Katan. Interesting. It could be that group. I think on the Bad yeah, Bo Katan is the one yeah. in the Mandalorian and yeah. the Clone Wars. But she was Wars. also in the Clone Wars. I think she's Satine's Duchess Satine's the leader of the Mandalorians before the takeover. I think it's her sister. So right. I think it's either it's something to the do Night with this Owls. fraction. Yes. So I think it's either them or the Death Watch Mall Syndicate, because he's growing. You know, mm-hmm. we know he's going to end up as a crime lord eventually. Mm-hmm. So something over there. And now I have my guest. Um, I mean, it could be one of these, you know, founding rebel uh, alliance members, too. Like we be, saw in the beginning of the season, we saw for Forrest Whitaker, right? He right. he showed up, so it could be it could be him as well. But well, it depends on how bait and switchy they want to get for this, because obviously by the end of the episode, um, the sisters are implied to be working for the rebels. Now that could be a trick. 
We don't. Know. I did. Yeah, and we'll talk about that when we right. get there. But I got some like creepy vibes. So did I. But I think that's the bait and switch. Hold on, we'll we'll talk about it later. But yeah. I I think this was part of the what I wrote down before. So if you remember the Clone Wars final season, mm-hmm. what did we get? The Bad Batch was first. Yeah. Then we had the sisters arc, who we just showed up. Yeah. Who was after that? Darth Maul. Maul is going to be dropped. He's either either the sisters are working for Maul and they're they're bad because we know they have a crime past, mm-hmm. or Sid's client is Maul. I'm thinking Maul is in one of these groups. Now, yeah, and I think what's sisters- interesting about the Martez sisters is that they're not fans of the Jedi because we know that from the Clone Wars. I mean, ma- right. like. Th- their relationship with Ahsoka Tano could make me believe that they, um, you but know, there are no Jedi in the rebellion, really. You know, mm. that, so it's true. That could be its own thing. Yeah, that's true. But it, 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 to me, it speaks of their nature that they could potentially be led down a path where they're dealing with like crime syndicates and you know running in with a bad crowd. I see right. that as such a natural angle for them i think they're ultimately good people but i can see them getting like in the mix of, of one of these already yeah they they it feels like they did but and i don't think trace would allow that to happen because trace i think is way more morally straight than rafa and rafa kind of went through that arc i know she was inclined to be a little shady but I don't I don't think they are. I think it's kind of implied that they're going to be working for the rebels. That's my guess. Hmm. Or it could be the complete opposite. Maybe one of the rebels is the client on the Bad Batch's side and they're working for somebody involved in Maul's group. It's very yeah. hard to tell. Yeah, and we can get more into the speculation in a bit, but I think it's very fascinating and and yeah, they're doing it very well. They're keeping you on your toes. Yeah. But I, I think based on how the hologram at the end was positioned, could be like Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma, that's an interesting It guess. looked like a robe. We haven't seen her. She's a huge drop. She's She's been with the Alliance forever. I mean, she's like the leader. Yeah. You know? That's... I'd like to see her younger in charge of the burgeoning um, rebellion. Maybe with... Um, What's his name? Guerrera? Like their conflict of being, Mm -hmm. yeah, being more civil versus being uh, guerrilla. That could Mm -hmm. be something really cool. And then the Bad Batch gets involved in that, too. And they're like, well, we're soldiers. Maybe we go this way, but that's not right. Maybe we should go this way. That's something that could... They keep throwing threads at you without finishing anything. It's rough. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's true. And uh, it's... She's also like right in that sweet spot of pulling from the Star Wars lore to put into here, like right. you know, like Tarkin is. She's like right at that she's same like level. She's like the same level as yeah, Tarkin. She's in a like drop. recognizable. Yeah. She's OG and right for the picking, you know, and so, very important. Even though yeah. she didn't get as much screen time as she really needed, just like Tarkin. Right. I mean, if we're getting into the predictions of who this character is, which we might as well at this point, there's um, 
there's um it's too good not to yeah it's 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 too <laughs> we much, got off track it, it's, it's the fun. most exciting thing yeah. about this episode is the speculation here and star wars theory who's the number one subscribed star wars content creator on on youtube with like millions of subscribers mm-hmm. his running theory is that it's bail organa which is interesting that's a fair hey that's like a notch down from mothma but Yes, it is. But it has Skywalker connections, which is exciting. Um, yeah, but we saw a lot of him in the Clone But Wars also, I believe, I believe maybe in... I'm trying to remember if there was a giveaway that this mysterious character was male or not. I'm trying to remember. I don't believe so. It looked... I'm pretty but sure I, you only saw the bottom of a are you sh- thing. But you sure... Um, are you sure that Rafa was, like, put him on R7? Like, he? Um, Ooh, I don't... I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think so, though. I think that happened. And, I mean, I, I, I can't corroborate it right now. Well, if it is, then that's the, the obvious pick. Because who do you else do you know? But I honestly think... I honestly think that they're running in with a bad crowd, whether they know it or not. I don't think this person is, like... Mm, I is, think that's a trick. You think so? Yes, because my initial thought was, oh, they're definitely working for Maul or somebody in that category. Based uh-huh. on, you know, the reveals we've had, uh, the, the Clone Wars Season 7, I kn- one of them, one of these groups is going to be bad. One is hmm. not. That's my thing. And I think based on Rafa's past and how she just even sounded super sketchy when she was like, I know a bunch of clones. I bet you would like to know where they were. You know, she even said it in like a shady way. I think that was a trick. I think that's what they want. It could be, but I still think I'm, that's fair. I'm trying to it's think of fair. who it is, who it could pop, like which like people that could be considered rebels, but are really more like on the fringe. Like who could that be? Right now, yeah. Organa Guerrera. Uh, you could drop Mothma. Um, we could get oh, what's his name? Okay, so first of all, I, I'm going back now. Akbar. Rafa does say patch him through, R7. That destroys my guess. Patch him through. That is an actual quote. All right. Um, so that means that this character is male, and th- that's why Star Wars Theory went with Bail Organa, which is an well, interesting that's the theory. Pick, then. But I think, like. Oh, Mothma's cooler. We should have got that, but. I get, I get what you're saying. Mothma would be a is a good get, and you know what? They could still potentially be in here. It could be oh, Maul. I mean, yeah. Uh, if yeah, if you're going up the bad side, the dark side. Well, I guess he's just crime side. Because but, they're yeah. like, oh, there's a squad of rogue cloaks. I know where to find them. As in, like, I can hunt them down for you. You know, it's very ominous to me. I have a feeling it is the way she said it was. Thought very you honest, might want to know, like I think she's the Han Solo esque character in this situation, where he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I could help you, but I better get paid," you know? Right, right. And I think she could be working for the rebellion and say, "Hey, I have this well, great." Information I can tell you, you who I would out. like it to be, and that's Darth Maul. I find that to be very interesting, mm-hmm. um, but. Bell Organa's not bad either. Saw Guerrera, not bad either. It's not. He's not. I don't think established enough yet. He's he's already been in the episode. 
I mean, established enough as a rebellion leader. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, what do we have? Maybe a month in between the time we last saw him. And he was basically just trying to survive. Yeah, but I don't you, think... at least he's like doing stuff out there. Uh, at first, on his planet. But once they got those refugees out there, mm-hmm. out of there, um, I don't know. Oh, and they didn't even get the refugees out of there. I don't. No, I don't think so. Didn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's him. I think Bail Organa is uh, Organa is a is a great pick, uh, and knowing that it's a he, that is that's actually now my pick because I think mm. on Sid's side is Maul because we already have the crime connection there, and I think it's a bait and switch. Rafa is actually more of the you know a good roguish character now than you know because she even says we each, we all pick sides. So like, yeah, did like, she really go back crime? to the, the bad side? I don't, I don't know. know. Like, see, to me, Sid dealt with the Jedi. So to me, I I do honestly believe that maybe Sid is working with the beginnings of the Republic. But which is Maul kind of is the irony trying... in this, because like Hunter gave up the codes, thinking he was doing the right thing, when actually the right thing would have been to give the codes to Sid. You know, that's what I'm. That's where I think this is going, and I, I think the the Martez sisters. I think yeah. they're rolling with a bad batch of people. <laughs> no, that's totally and, fair. Like, I think so. There's two routes. You're either like going with the bait and switch, or you're you're like double bluffing it. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I definitely see where you're saying, and I don't think each any side has more credibility yet. Or I it think could they're be both good picks. It could be uh, Sidious is no, I don't uh, think it's Sidious. it hired uh, both both teams. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That would be great. I don't think he's he's he even cares, but uh, that would be that would be great. Because uh, yeah. I know, because you have to think, Maul isn't really out to rule the galaxy or even like do anything. Yeah, but he think what wants... he could do with he knows droids. He knows the right, how but he's to not command techn- droids. I, yeah, but he's not like evil right now. He's not a Sith. He's no, just but he to... needs an army. You know, like, yeah, who well, doesn't? I don't even know his end game, really. He took over the planet and wants to be, a, like, a crime lord. Yeah. So he wants to rival the huts, and we know that doesn't happen, so... Yeah. Who knows, man? Who it's, knows? A, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, so, speaking of call-outs, we land on Corellia. I was... The second they said Corellia, I know I've, everybody was hoping to see a little Han Solo as a kid. Mm. Huge ask. I'm not surprised we didn't get it. But it was cool. We could have saw a freighter, though, a Millennium Falcon-looking ship. They could have given us that. That would have been cool. Yeah, it would have been fun, but I think it just would have been too much. It's it's too what, early. one ship flying in the background? <laughs> they could Not have one ship. The Millennium Falcon you're talking about. No, but the about. Millennium Falcon is a Corellian freighter. I believe there's a bunch of them. <laughs> I don't think it's one ship. I think it's a, a class of ship that he eventually modified to make it really the millennium falcon interesting or lando actually modified it to make it the millennium falcon yeah well we it it is the home world of han solo so that's kind of fun so we know he was there somewhere at the uh, he's probably very young but he's around i think yeah he's probably like in the underground right in that in the sewers there but very interesting location and you know, it's this giant factory with just a bunch of droid parts. Um, Echo hacks into the, you know, one of those classic little portals that 
you can hack into. And Star Wars USB. Exactly. Star Wars USB. <laughs> it's USB like Z by then. Yeah. <laughs> it's USB C now. I know, I know. They come in handy quite a bit. And he identifies that there is one good tactical droid remaining at, in the system. And who spots it but Omega? And as soon as she spots it, it is stolen. And we've already talked quite a bit about the Martez sisters. This is that fun callback to the Clone Wars. It just makes mm-hmm. so much sense that they're here. It's kind of fun to see like that newest season of Clone Wars getting more expanded ingrained on. in the lore. Yeah, right. expanded it's on. Really, exactly. It's really a sequel, which is cool. Right. And I thought that was a cool little... Um, bit of flavor to add to the Bad Batch was to bring in the Martez sisters. I, as far as like world building goes and and bringing characters in, great choice. And it's, uh, something I thought about is you mentioned a female role model or something for Omega mm-hmm. in one of our past discussions. Yeah, man, she does not have a really uh, good one yet. No. Everyone she's every female she's come into contact with very morally ambiguous so far. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is very interesting. Um, I, I, there, it must be intended. I'm not sure why yet. Well, but it's I mean, for sure, it's the bad batch, right? Everyone is morally ambiguous right yeah. now. No one knows where they stand, what they're well, doing. Well, except Omega, she's yeah. Um, Omega is the purest one good. of all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for certain. But every other being even like hunter and wrecker and all those guys mm-hmm. are having a hard time like they want to do good and they want right. to do the right thing but even just wanting to do the right thing it's it's still not simple and like uh, it's still not that simple because you don't even know who you're working for you, you can right. do a good job and and do it because you want to oppose the empire but once you hand off that intel you're a part of the problem. Yeah, really, you, yeah. potentially you could be. Well, yeah. Uh, which I am not convinced that was the case. I think Hunter made a mistake giving up the the. Yeah, uh, extremely the possible. But, now mm-hmm. that we'll get to the at the end. Just something that kind of annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, oh gosh! You can't r- rush there yet because I'm not. I'm slowing it down. We get this fun little like trade off of. Like the the head is just flying around. The head of of this mm-hmm. um of this tactical, tactical droid, droid yeah. is is flying around, and I've got it. No, I got it. And there's blaster fire everywhere. And this was an action piece that I was entertained by because it's fun. You know, it's a tactical droid head that you're on a decommissioned place. <laughs> like to me, that's so much fun. Like I enjoyed the rancor, and I enjoyed in the earlier season, like episode two, when they were shooting the clones to. To mm-hmm. try and get the the uh, uh, codes. Um, I also really like the training exercise. That oh, was the training one of my exercise fights. was fun. Yeah, that yeah. was one of my favorite fights so far. Yeah, the training exercise was fun, but this one is way up there for me. Not because the yeah, the action agree, was particularly sure. exciting. I mean, it was, but I don't know. To me, it just felt so very bad batch to me. Yeah, I, I mean, you even got. Yeah, you had each part, each member of the Bad Batch was doing something cool and specific. Hunter was had that quick thinking, taking down the the rail, not the railing, the whole platform, really. Yeah, I mean, you had a, you really got to see them be the Bad Batch, and I oh, like yeah. stuff like that where they're, hey, we're way better than other clones. We're, you know, there's a reason why we're the Bad Batch, and even uh, later, speaking of just things each of them did, I really liked uh, Tech's like pro sneaky move to steal the intel. 
Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Yeah. And, and like Hunter is suppressing. But he did fire. it so seamlessly is yeah. what I really like. Hunter's putting out the suppressing fire while mm-hmm. Tech is trying to hack the tactical droid. Like right. they're all doing their part. And yeah. it's fun when they all are working together. And then Wrecker mm-hmm. comes in and just like just berserkers into battle. But before he does that, we get the finally the proof that all of these headaches are indeed the inhibitor chip seeping their right. way into Wrecker's mind because you can't deny it any longer. He says good soldiers mm-hmm. follow. He I doesn't say we the whole thing. I thought we were going to get the flip out this episode, though. They had to... I mean, we already know that's going to happen. They didn't need to... I think it was an unnecessary reveal. Uh, well, you know, they haven't... He's always like, oh, my head, and he's rubbing the exact spot where the inhibitor chip is. So, like, right. pretty much every fan was like right away oh yeah that's the inhibitor mm-hmm. chip but you know it's it's also a show targeting younger people as well so it's a good you know foreshadowing element it's a more obvious one but i think he should have flipped this episode that's what i think i think if you're going to have him start mm-hmm. saying you know good soldiers follow orders i think he, he should have b- been um, maybe not the antagonist. You know, I, that's you know the antagonist of the episode or something like that. I, so, I think it could have gone uh, a little. Good writers follow through. That's your take on this? <laughs> oh, no, I'm not saying they're not good writers. Of sure, I, I'm just saying I would have liked if you're going to. I just wanted far... to fit the, fit the pun. Fit yeah, the, I fit know the wordplay, but no, the writers are excellent, and I see where you're coming from. But I was okay with it. I think it's too soon. I think we need to learn more about the inhibitor then they can't drop it every episode you gotta (laughs) leave it alone for a bit and then come back it's just a lot is all i'm saying it's too much of a tease yeah it's been a it's been a tease every episode right and i can see that and like all the it's almost become a meme now to talk about Wrecker's head. It has. You know? I've seen some really good ones. <laughs> yeah. If you follow hashtag Bad Batch on Twitter, there's some great ones. And like Wrecker's head is basically a meme now. But we almost got it. But thank goodness he got shot a few times and that kind of hit the reset <laughs> for him. You don't hear yeah, that be- often. Because no, it, it like reset right. his brain and he was yeah. able to go berserk on these you know these clone I think factory Omega workers. Omega calling him over the megaphone also helped him. Mm, stabilize that's true. His, that's yeah. true. Because he cares a lot for her. Uh, yeah, he does. I think that yeah, really helped. Yeah, and I, and I, you know, I think that's going to be an important piece to this when he does become. Oh, a bigger, for sure. A bigger I think this was challenge. a little foreshadowing of that. Uh, that's very. She astute. might be the one to draw him back. Although, you know what? We haven't gotten teased anymore, empath or force sensitivity. Yeah, zero. Zero. Uh, That's true. I mean, to me... Maybe they're trying to make us forget. It was very... Right, right. It was very interesting to see that in the first episode. and even So prominently, too. Yeah. And it's kind of stopped, you know? And you have to think, like, there is still the... Kaminoans and mm-hmm. like who and is we know who, she's a who, different right. clone and know? who put the bounty out on on um omega there was a you know private yeah. contract to try and get omega and that person then went on to enlist fennec sand which right. you know it's a whole other conspiracy more here. questions and more questions more questions and more questions it's like who is taking out the contract for uh, Omega. 
who accepted the contract that then went out and hired Fennec Sand. And then who is the client trying to get tactical droid information? Are they the same people? Oh, yeah. Well, when you're working with Sid, there's contracts all over the place. So, so many conspiracies and only speculation right now. But something that I really enjoyed when we wrap up this action scene, (laughs) there was this funny moment, you know, with the Martez (laughs) sisters. and, And they're, you know, talking and... And they're, you know, butting heads with the Bad Batch because they're all strong leaders. And and Rafa's like, is there an Echo in here? And Echo's like, yes. <laughs> She's like, what? He's like, I'm Echo. <laughs> no, that, I got a good chuckle out of that. I like Echo. We, I want to see a little I mean, how Echo. long were the, were the writers sitting on that line? Oh, for a while. Know? They were waiting. Because, <laughs> I mean, they've had seven seasons of the Clone Wars. And Echo's mm-hmm. been in almost all of those season so it's like okay when are we gonna drop this echo in here moment and it finally happened (laughs) well for twin sisters too so that or is rafa might be a little older yeah either way twins well it's close enough there it's funny that they have like very they're i think they're they're kind of like a little yin yang type of thing, the sisters. So they're like yeah, similar, definitely but they're like not. the older protective sister who's a bit mm. more um, gruff because she had to grow up fast, you know. Right. So she's more likely she's also, to deal oh, with, like she's dealt with like spice traders and stuff, and mm-hmm. she's smuggled things in the past. And I mean, she did it because she needed to, per, you know, provide protect her sister. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so. That's why there's these redeeming earnest qualities of her. But then, um, you know, so there are different ages. And then there's Trace. And Trace is um, the younger sister. So uh, she's more innocent and, and you know, very became very friendly with Ahsoka. And mm-hmm. she was like, you know, Jedi or not, I consider you my friend. Like that whole thing with Ahsoka. Right. So, yeah, who's to say? I don't think they would knowingly do anything bad but i can see them falling in with smugglers or something well that that you know who could be on the hologram then if it's darth maul you're gonna know that guy's evil by just looking at him not to be mean but (laughs) he doesn't look like a nice guy so if if i don't think trace would be okay with that it would have to be somebody lower on the totem pole that rafa could you know talk to and kind of trick trace into saying no 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 these are the good guys but i don't think it's going that far i think well this it could is be like of enemy of my redemption. enemy like if they're really trying to take down the empire and so is darth maul they could make an arrangement you know very true i can it's see possible. it happening it's possible. but uh that's all to say that they're you know very strong-headed and so to have this moment where they're of course you know butting heads with hunter and they're you know repeating orders to each other it's where it's like oh we should do this and it's like yeah we should do this is there not going here <laughs> yes it's like what what is happening so it's just funny to see everybody all mingled in together and yeah, it's moments like that that are just a lot of fun yeah i almost thought at this point in the episode they might join up yeah that would be fun i don't but, think uh, we're that yeah. far away from that or, or something like that, and there's maybe an Ahsoka connection, and uh, there's maybe a Rebel Alliance connection. Like, we'll, we'll I'm see. confirmed we're seeing Maul. Oh, I, I hope so. I think that'd be 
fascinating because you know we're going into the Obi Wan show, and I'm sure we're going to see Maul for that. Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> so like, the us viewers can't be forgetting about Maul. We need to see him more. So mm-hmm. bring him into this. And you know what else was brought into this was the resurrection of the droid army, which we talked about right at the top of the show. This was a lot of fun. We got to see B1 battle droids, and they got the, like, stop, citizen. <laughs> Even though they've got, like, no limbs, and they're hopping like, did along. did we win? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. So, now they're, uh, they're so, always a nice, uh, a nice sight for sore eyes. Right, and also sets up the potential of what this tactical droid information and technology can do. It's, hey, we can resurrect a droid army, and that's good for something. So, yeah. it was effective. It got them out of the out of a jam. So, it's uh, it's exciting, and it's just another fun thing to consider, and a fun set piece, a fun action piece. Uh, yeah, and Omega had some good shots there at the end too. She yeah, a little more confident with the bow. I like seeing that. Although I think she needs some Bad Batch armor by now, <laughs> or to stay in the ship. You can't have this girl walking around in. A lot of blaster fire, often. I mean, Wrecker's wearing a tank. I know he's the heavy, and he could just take hits. The rest of them have top-of-the-line armor. Gotta get something for Omega. At least a helmet or something. Yeah, she needs some (laughs) cool armor or something. Right, exactly. I agree. And I'm sure, you know, she's already, she's got the bow. I think as time progresses, she's gonna get more stuff, more suited up, and... Uh, once they get more money or more gear or more opportunities. That... Well, yeah, so speaking of the money, they're not going to get paid now because they, you know, Hunter did what he think is thinks is the right thing, gave the information away. If Tech could copy that in five minutes, couldn't they just make another copy so they get paid? They Maybe need the he money. has, who knows? <laughs> I don't think they did. I think they, and I understand that, totally goes against the idea of hey you know what we don't know who we're working for but you guys do and you guys say you're working for somebody good here it is we won't use the information for maybe something bad the thing is they need cash as far as we know i mean that's an interesting decision especially sid could just say you know what you guys aren't getting any more jobs yeah, like, I mean, you're not rel- it's going to be interesting that they have to report back to Sid, which I don't know if yeah. they will. Maybe they'll just bail because Sid. Organa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, um, I, 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 think, I think Sid is not someone you're going to want to cross. And... Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, and we know Tech could have done it because I, like I said, I love that move because that whole, um, what did he say? It was the, oh, we need to boost the signal. And then I think when he put the other thing in, the memory stick type device, he was just doing a transfer. Like, that was unnecessary, and he tricked everybody because the Bad Batch is so, like, in tune with, I guess, um, mission objectives and, like, how to get it done without even thinking. So he made everybody think he was doing more... For to like get the droid working, but he was transferring data without anybody looking because he knew the sisters were going to fight over the head anyway. So he got it out of there. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But we'll see. We'll see. You know that. I, I I hope that the next episode picks up right after this. I really want to see the. I fallout think we'll from see Sid get things. mad for sure. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so. 
Yes, Sid gets mad because, as we said, there's this transfer of the information. Hunter said, you know, things were clearer when we were just soldiers. You can put this to better use than us. And that comes back to this theme that we talked about earlier in the episode, which is a part of what this episode's about, besides the fact that Omega needs to get swole. Uh, (laughs) And that is this idea of following orders and facing the uncertainties of Mm -hmm. the times that the Bad Batch are in, right? It's like... All like things were simpler when we were in the Republic. We followed orders. We got money. We we got we got all the supplies we needed, and and there's clear bad guys. Like there were droids. You killed the droids, and you know that was you were doing a good thing. And right. now it's just gotten so so complicated. And now it's gotten to the point where they have a contract, they have a mission, they complete the mission, but it's like, where are we going with this? What are we doing? And I honestly think the twist in all of this is that he's still trying to do good, but he essentially puts this vital information in the hands of a less than um, scrupulous. Yeah, yeah, a more scrupulous character, right? right? Like someone who he was probably better off keeping it and actually following the order. That's the ironic twist that. I'm like, expecting yeah, from this. I see what you're saying, but I think based on um, Rafa's last line, you know, we all choose sides anyway. Right now, everybody's chosen a side except the Bad Batch. I think that's a little foreshadowing. Hey, well, I think they Bad clearly are anti-Empire. Right, but they're not necessarily pro-rebellion. So I think they're going to end up having to choose a side. They're going to choose the Rebellion. I would agree. I think they would. Um, and I think Rafa and Trace are already there. Maybe a little Han Solo-y, but they're, they're rebellion adjacent. I, that's I my guess. I don't There was some that's dialogue back like when Hunter and Rafa were talking to each other. He was like, oh, Hunter's like, oh, clones are all different. And Rafa goes, yeah, I've heard that one before. And she also mentions that they were sent by a contact to fight the Empire. I mean, to me... These are all signs that they could have fallen in with a rougher crowd. I I really, like, I know Star Wars Theory and you think Bail Organa, and there's a very strong case for that, but I don't think it's there. I think the ironic twist, the bait and switch, is that Hunter gives the information to the wrong people, and Sid is like, what are you doing? My client was so-and-so, and then they're like, oh, snap, now we gotta go back and save the information. Like, that could be yeah. a direction. I, I 100% agree with your entire thought process, and I even agree that based on the information we have, some of the weirder things Rafa said, and the even the way she said it, is like trying to kind of say it's a little evilly, but I, I'm just going the other way. I think there's just as much um, evidence for both sides of this argument. I don't think really either of us has a leg up. I'm, I'm just, oh, yeah. you know, it could go any direction, right? Like there's not enough to definitively say one way or the other. Yeah. Um, and I think that's obviously quite intentional. So, Oh, for sure. Um, we'll but see. we're interpreting the same clues a little differently, I guess. Exactly. That's the best and and I, I believe that your way is, 
completely possible. I'm only just sticking with mine because I think it's interesting. <laughs> like, I'm not. Oh, that's for like, sure fair. I think they're, probably they're a both more interesting equally way to likely. Go. I think they're both yeah. equally likely. Uh, th- there is also the appearance of R7, or uh, the the astromech droid that the uh, sisters, the Martell sisters, have, and mm-hmm. um, the Martez sisters have, and that's Ahsoka's droid. So yeah, her may, old droid. Like that's good evidence that they're rolling with a Ahsoka approved gang, which would be this early uh rebellion type situation. I mean, we don't know how like where Ahsoka is at this time and how like her relationship with the Martez sisters and what like what she's up to. I doubt they I doubt they've connected again, really. But they have her droid. Yeah, but then her droid get destroyed somehow i see i'm i didn't know this until you mentioned it to me but i remember her meeting the martez sisters on a crashed bike with no droid so i don't know where they got uh, this droid that's true that's true well, i think they just have it you don't I'm just sure they, get a soka's droid, a droid. <laughs> they bought a droid <laughs> Well, yeah, Ahsoka we'll had like her light. She didn't even have her lightsaber. She had a bike in her bag, and then that was it. You know, I think enough time has passed between like when we last saw Ahsoka in Clone Wars to this episode know. of Bad Batch that she's already on her own missions, getting ready for, to to fight the Empire. And I think she's laying low. I don't think she's on a mission. She's got to yeah. be doing something. She was so proactive. Mm. I can't imagine that she's just chilling now. I wouldn't say chilling, but look at some of the other clones. I think she's trying to survive in a galaxy that wants to kill her and in a time where it's hard for her to even not only be her true self, but like just live. She doesn't know what to do. I yeah. think she is in a very similar position as the Bad Batch. Yeah. I don't think she is a rebel leader or anything yet. I don't think she is... Um, I think she's alone and unhappy, like the Bad Patch. At least they have the. <laughs> yeah. At least they have themselves, but uh, they're not themselves, but their their group. But I think we'll see her eventually, and she'll find her way. Now, there's also uh, Star Wars Rebels, which we have not watched, that might answer some of these questions. So sorry if we're just dead wrong about a couple of things, <laughs> but that is definitely on our watch list. As long, uh, same with Star Wars Resistance. Oh, we yes. haven't gotten there yet. Not yet, but, you know, there's so many opportunities for content on the Roger Roger podcast in the near future. And as long as the show keeps airing, we will watch it all eventually. And that's the beauty of it. But for now, like we're at we're up to date on the Bad Batch. And I mean, a 20 minute, 30 minute episode that we were able to talk about for over 45 minutes. I mean, that's just that's just a special thing. I well, like... our viewers know we ramble a little, <laughs> get onto tangents. <laughs> but, but so they expect it's it. all they speculation expect about time. the episode. I think this episode in particular opened the door to a lot of interesting conversations. Every it... episode is opening more doors. I'm getting lost. I'm getting lost, Charles. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know which. There's still to like anymore. ten more episodes to go, at least. So oh, we're man. we're not even halfway yet. So, no. so. Wrecker's gonna keep having headaches until uh, the twenty <laughs> episode, and then they just it, it, it just ends. <laughs> I I uh, 
I don't know what I would do if that happens. <laughs> I mean, oh, there's, man. there's a lot of interesting things yet to come, but for now we yeah. get all kinds of cameos, ins and outs. We got the we got the Martez sisters, we got R7, we got this mysterious client. So many multiple mysterious clients. Multiple mysterious clients. But we saw like we saw the elbow of one. Elbow and we reveal. Saw the bottom of a pant leg or a dress. Yeah, or yeah, it definitely looked like some sort of like gi tunic situation. See, that's I mean, Maul and Organa do not wear that. Mothma wears that. You know who it could also be? What was the name of that guy from the Clone Wars? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but close. He was in the Clone Wars. He was the bounty hunter. He's blue. You've got the wide-brimmed hat. That was a cape, and I think he's dead. Um, and he, oh, he was cool the smuggler. Voice. He had the pipes like coming out of his neck or something like that. Yeah. He was... Um, what was his name? But... There's some fans just screaming right now. Sorry, uh, bounty hunter in the Clone Wars. He had the was blue, it Kane? Was blue. it Kane? Was that bad, his name? Bad, bad Kane. Cad bad Bane. Cad Bane. Oh, we got it. We got the letters switched. Yeah, yeah. Cad Bane. Yeah, it could be him. Or I feel like he's dead. Oh, what about um the other guy uh who had like strong Johnny Depp vibes? What was his name? Um, who the pirate yeah the pirate <laughs> he I wore like wrappings he's dead <laughs> he wore wrappings and things too you know oh i don't those are and he like and he's the, the kind of guy them, he's the no. kind of guy where you could be like oh he's dead but then he's actually alive he you know could, yes he's, he's definitely sure. a guy that would like walk into his own funeral <laughs> you know so and he's a good character he had a see i would like to see oh you know what oh hondo so, hondo yeah. I'd love to see a live-action Hondo meet up with Kenobi years later because they had a very funny relationship. Yeah, I like Hondo. I always like that, like yeah. over, like like maxed out charm on like a scoundrel. You know, like yeah. a, a his char- charisma is through the roof. Yes, a charismatic he's still scoundrel. A crazy he's, yeah, he's st- <laughs> so Han. It could be Hondo. It could be Cad Bane. Like those are some deep Clone Wars things guesses. that they would that they would tie in. And they're also people who would still fight the Empire, but also still not be good and not people you want to have tactical droid information. Yeah, for sure. So all right, well, we'll see. We'll see. And they're both male, and they both wear, like, wrappings and stuff, and they have the same body figure as the pieces of the image that we saw. They th- Those are two more guesses that I'm adding to the mix. It's good. Cad Bane and uh, Hondo. Hondo. Yes, thank you. Cad Bane and Hondo. <laughs> those are deep cuts. I and like those them. are characters I would love to see again. Like, I like Barrel, Bail Organa. Don't get me wrong. But oh, he's not I would as, be as much more entertained guys, yeah. by Cad Bane sure. or or Hondo, and I think most people would. So yeah, I mean, we've seen a lot of Organa. That's the thing. Like Organa is a very straight edge. Longer, you know, but... he's a he's a very straight edge guy, and yeah, like he's going to be doing the right thing all we the see time. A lot of him, especially in episodes one, two, and three, Clone Wars. Let's get somebody somebody else. But I think it's I'm I'm with that pick. I didn't know Star Wars Theory did that. I I thought I think it's somebody on the higher end of the Rebel Alliance. I'm still going with that. Yeah, I was kind of surprised he he thinks it's someone from the Rebel Alliance. I I don't I don't believe the Martez sisters. I'm sorry. I, I 
are, 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 so I you think, think this is they didn't their lie, fall. but I they're they're very deliberately not saying like, oh, it's to uh, it's to um, what was her fate to fight the empire. But you like, don't want to could tell be anybody. anybody that the rebels exist yet. Maybe they're being secretive. I don't know. You think this is the fall of the Martel, uh, Martez? Why do we keep saying Martel? No, I don't think it's the fall. I think Martez they was just working the working the con on the bad batch, you know, playing up the sympathy card to get the intel. Yeah, but that means they're already on the, the uh, on the slippery slope down into extreme criminal activity. So this is the like the the end of the Clone Wars had them kind of ambiguous, mostly on the rise. This is their fall. I think this is their redemption. Even though they, you know, they didn't really do anything that bad. I think their but. redemption is yet to come. I, Interesting. I, I think the um, beginning of the Empire would made things very complicated for them, and mm-hmm. and you know, there's no way it could have worked out great for them. So, you know, I think we're seeing. I think they're doing what they have to to survive, and I, I think Ahsoka influenced them enough that. Yeah. Right, well, yeah. yeah. We'll I, see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We can only speculate. But man, and we what have an episode for forty-five minutes <laughs> for more than enough time. This was one of my of the show so far. One of my favorite it's episodes episode. of the Bad yeah. Batch, if not my favorite. I mean, the pilot was fantastic. That first hour and a half episode, but this is probably my number two. Wow. Yeah. It's up there for me, maybe three. Um, hmm. But it's it was I love this episode. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, lots of fun, and cool. I hope they keep it up in the next episode and and keep that speculation running. Maybe no, give us a give few us more we reveals. need we need an answer, please, Charles. <laughs> we need something. I don't care what answer it is, but we need something. Hey, we got the Wrecker's Head answer. That, but we knew that. <laughs> That <laughs> doesn't count. That does not count. That is not a payoff. If anything, it's more of a tease. All right. Well, maybe we you're right. When we do, so we have a little shorter wait until Friday. Yes, Friday is only a few days away, and then shortly after that, it will be Bad Batch Tuesday yet yeah. again. But for now, Derek, I, I, I yeah. think we've said it all. Uh, except... A few things about just general housekeeping. Oh. If you guys are not following us on Instagram and Twitter, you have missed the update. Mm. And Facebook. You have missed the update. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are now releasing two episodes a week. Woo! Yeah. Yep, the yeah. Roger Roger. Two we are double doing, episodes. There you go. Double episodes. Tuesday is Bad Batch discussion. Bad Batch until Tuesday. Bad, you know it. Until... The Bad Batch is over. Maybe we'll switch it up. Thursdays, in like 10 more weeks. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but we could, we could watch a different sure show. And I'm sure another show will come on Disney Plus. Right away? Then. No, we'll have a little time in between. Uh, <laughs> so that's Tuesday. But Thursday, we're doing general everything and everything Star Wars or sci-fi. You know, we'll feel it out. We could watch a movie related to Star Wars. We could talk about... Um, we're going to watch the sequels eventually. We have to finish the prequels. We've got uh, Revenge of the Sith coming up. A lot to do, but we'll also throw in some random episodes. Like, a lot of you haven't seen yet. We already have an extra episode out. I was gonna who would s- win with Yeah, who would yeah. win with Star Wars characters? The who so that's would win type of, yeah. that came out last Thursday got pretty mm-hmm. weird and wild. And this one coming out 
on Thursday that we've already recorded, I can also tell you is even weirder and wilder <laughs> than the one we did on uh, uh, right. last week. So, it th- th- because we just like it. Look, if you haven't watched the Bad Batch or not interested or whatever, we just we don't want to be like, okay, see you in sixteen weeks. You right. know, we're the so, Roger Roger podcast. Yeah, not yeah we're the trying Bad to. Batch yeah, podcast. exactly. So right. it, these are these are just fun ways to talk about the Star Wars universe yeah. in a different way without having to have watched exactly. the Bad Batch. So that's mm-hmm. all we're doing, and so and this one coming up like the. It's kooky, but we hope you enjoy it and stick with it. And <laughs> we get real deep into some Star Wars lore, and you yeah. do not want to miss that. We get down the that. rabbit hole. You do not want to so, miss it. So that's but, coming soon. And like I said, we have an episode out. You should watch two. That's right. So we've got the Thursday episode, this episode, yeah. an episode next Thursday. And then t- t- before you know, it's Bad Batch Tuesday again. We're coming back for episode seven wow. and. Wow. What a time it is to be a Star so Wars fan. Content. I feel like I say that every time we wrap up in a Bad Batch episode, but it's true. And it, I just couldn't be happier talking with you, Derek, on the Roger Roger podcast about the latest and greatest that Star Wars has to offer. I feel the same exact way. And I can't wait till next Tuesday. Oh, Bad Batch Tuesday, guys. Looking forward to it. <laughs> All right. See you, everybody. Goodbye. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger.
Roger. 